When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show, you guys. This is my oh. talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Ooh. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Producer Hello. Donna McClain. Hello. 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 Guys, I got sucked down the black hole that is The Bachelor <gasps> last night. Oh, no, Donna. Oh, I know. What? Donna, you're better than that. I know, right? It's too early in the season. Well, I had a neighbor text me and she said, are you watching The Bachelor? And I was like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> and she was like, I know, it's a time suck. But there was a girl on, a, a young lady, I should say, from Edina, who is a teacher. And she was one of the ladies, uh, one of five women who ended up being brought in oh. and just making the original women really mad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. These are five additional ones that they're like, hey, yes. if you didn't like your selections, how about these five? <laughs> yeah. It's like putting new things on a buffet. Yeah. Where you're <laughs> eating your plate. Sure. You've got your plate and you're like, <laughs> Exactly right. I know. She's from Edina? Yeah, she's a teacher. Her name is Michelle. And I I love her. She's awesome. She's great. She got a one-on-one date with um, Matt. And they're adorable together. They're totally cute. Oh. And now I'm rooting for her, and I'm sucked into the show. Oh, oh, no, wait. You think it was that? That good, good enough, that good enough, let's say, for you that you'll watch again next week? Maybe. I'll dabble. I'll be a dabbler. D-bone. I know. We might have to get our friend Hannah on the phone. <laughs> She's going to have to walk us through this. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no. She's very good at that. Um, oh. What yeah. else happened? Like, did okay. they do? Because usually in an episode of The Bachelor... Some weird stunt is always happening when they do last night. you are so right. It is so ridiculous. Dawn, you were sucked into this show for a while, right? I was. It's just... When they start doing, like, relay races, dressed as squirrels, trying to find a nut (laughs) in a pile of leaves, I'm like, why do you have to humiliate these women, right? It's just... Yeah, it's just such a time suck. And I know I watch Big Brother. That's a time suck, too. But it feels a little different. It feels that feels more like a competition for money, which makes more sense to me. You'll do anything. Yes. You take all these gorgeous model like people, men and women. Oh, and how will they ever find love? Oh, that's my favorite part is when these (laughs) super hot women and then these super hunky dudes cry as they get voted off at the (laughs) decrepit age of 27 wondering 
Will they ever find love being as hot, newfound fame? After knowing the guy for four minutes. And they're just like, however will I go on? Really? I know. Oh, my god! You know that the tears are usually just because they're really bummed out about being rejected. It's like getting canceled from a television show. Yes, that's true. And the way they talk, it is so millennial. It's like... Yeah, I was trying to express my feelings, and you interrupted me. And is the there other a lot person's of... like, well, I'm allowed to have my opinion, too. <laughs> my mom said so. Uh, is there a lot of vocal fry this year on the show? Yes. Of, uh, yes, I'll Matt, have Dawn pull up a, a, a clip okay. in our alternate uh, uh preparation materials if you know what i'm saying um if you feel like it you don't have to but i got more to tell you about oh sure sure so then they get a little note right that says so the girls are hanging out in their their common area and then matt sends over a note and they open it up and it says oh you're going to have to fight for love and they're all like what so then they find out that this uh, amazing female championship boxer is going to train them a little bit to get in the ring with one another. Oh my Great. God. Like literally like no training. Let's throw you in here. What's the worst that can happen? Oh. Fight for me, ladies. You guys as I sit back and drink wine. Fight for me. They were pounding the crap out of each other. Like one girl, oh, really? I, I almost thought she broke her nose. Oh, I no. mean, they were pounding. So Matt had to like call call the game and just go. Nope, this has got to stop because after the third girl and they were just like, I just can't believe they allowed that. Then, but wait, there's more. (laughs) One woman was being accused of being. She was one of the five that came in. If I'm if I'm recalling this correctly, okay. And her name is Brittany. She's 23, and she one of the. So she's from Chicago, and there were two other women from from the Chicago area. And they got wind that she was an escort. So now they're starting this rumor that this this woman is an escort. She works in the club scene, and they were hearing from other people who worked in the club scene that were texting them and saying, watch out for her. (laughs) But, I mean, if she's not an escort, like, that's, that's not a cool thing. No. To start saying on national television about someone who, I don't know what she does for a living, but if she has a career, if she has a regular job, her family. Sure. Yeah. So there's just all the drama, all the crying. It sounds like you like it. it sounds I, like you're very engaged you hear in it? the show. Yeah. Because anyone who likes it talks just like Donna is talking right now. It's <laughs> Aware of the absurdity. And they're like, I can't believe this. I kind of hate it. Yeah. You hate watching it? Yes. But yeah, you're loving it more than you're admitting to. I hate it. Donna. I swear I do. I hate it. All right. Do you have cool. did you find any audio by I'm t- I'm looking right now. Yeah, don't um worry about it's it. like Matt confronts the bullies? No, how about the very first one at the top? Oh, you're talking about from our service. Yes, I didn't see queen. anything in there, but maybe Okay. Oh, Donna. I don't know. look at that. I know. It's okay. <laughs> don't, you get the idea. We don't have to delve into any audio. It's fine. 
We get it. We get it. We can hear. Listen, here's what the audio sounds like. Uh, uh, <laughs> Why won't you let me talk? Did we just go live to the show? <laughs> we actually just went live to Millennial Hannah. Hannah. Steve. What happens when Hannah watches The Bachelor? That's a good I, question. I actually used to um, uh, talk to her, text her back and forth about it. Yeah, really? I think oh, so. Boy. That'd be Did entertaining. They? Yeah. Or we could get, uh, we could also, yeah, we could get uh, Hannah W. to come talk about The Bachelor or uh, or Millennial Hannah, because I'd love to hear her say things, you know. There's a Minnesota girl. Oh, my gosh. I'm cheering for her. <laughs> I kind of am rooting for her. She's adorable. That's cool. I like I hey, remember her. Remember? Yeah. Who was, uh, we, we had our Minnesota representative, Becca Kufrin, yes, a few years ago. Yes, recall, so, Steve. Getting Minnesota back on the map. Uh, well, Donna, good. I'm happy that, you, that you're here to represent the Bachelor I'm fandom. I'm not. Yes, you <laughs> I'm are. I'm just telling you about are the you gonna one watch, time. Uh, are you going to watch the next episode? I don't want to talk about it oh, right no. now. Oops, I haven't will. decided. Uh, I just want um, this girl to win now. Win. Win the person. (laughs) Fight for me, ladies. You win a person. (laughs) They're a really cute couple, too. Super duper cute. Yeah, well, he's... I think he looks good with anybody, doesn't he? Super (laughs) hot. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. As long as he's in the picture. Yeah. Yeah. And then they (laughs) only bring smoke shows on, right? I mean, let's be honest. For all of the advancements that have been made in our society as to widening the definition of what beauty is and what really matters, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette are really openly against all of that. And they just say, look, you all can have your woke moments over there about how we should be treating women and men and objectifying and all that, but we kind of found something that works, and we're going to stick to it. Yep. I want to see the old people show, the uh, the senior bachelor. Yeah. I think that's yeah. that'll be really fun to watch. You know, those seniors, they get down and get funky. And get Don't say funky. <laughs> All right, I have a question for everyone to ponder during the break. If you could find out right now how you are going to die, not when you're going to die, how you are going to die, would you want access to that information? And I'll tell you why I think you might, but there's a lot of reasons why you wouldn't. Kind of spills into some things that make you go, huh, that we've got on tap. Coming up next on Donna and Steve on... Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. We should give a quick thank you to Chill Boys for supporting the Donna and Steve podcast. Oh, we have got love for Chill Boys. It's a Minnesota-based company. They offer the best men's underwear that I have ever put on my body. Yes. uh, Uh, Boxers and briefs for men, that's true, but women love wearing them, too. I actually put on a pair of boxers this weekend while cleaning the house. I could not believe how cool they felt, like continuously cool. So here's what's happening with all of that. It's the fabric. They use super soft bamboo fabric. We're part pandas now. So you can keep the boys cool and dry. It's softer than cotton, I'm telling you. And if you're really active, helps fight odors as well. Yep. It is game-changing. Covered, Donna, this is real life. It's I soft, know, it's I'm cool, sorry. you'll love them. And hey, ladies. Ladies. Try them for yourself or get some for your guy. There's perks for both of you. Check them out at chillboys.com. Chillboys.com. Truly an amazing product from a great local company right here in Minnesota. Chill Boys. Comfort where it counts. Good morning. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for being you, Steve. We wouldn't want you any other way. Uh, You'd change a couple things. Just a few. Oh, 
So before the break, I asked this question. If you could gain access to this piece of information, how, not when, but how you were going to die, would you want access to that? So this was something that I instantly thought, oh, that's probably a good idea. And then I was talking about it with Elizabeth Reese on the set of Twin Cities Live yesterday before the show. And then I thought, oh, she immediately poked a hole in my theory. Here was why it came up. Um, she was talking about something organic-y, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and it had to do with plastic and all this. And I said, would you want to know how you were going to die? Meaning, well, you just it, said that on the show. Just randomly. No, we no, we weren't. We weren't on. We weren't on. Oh, we were off the air. God. I was like, that's kind of heavy for Twin Cities Live. <laughs> but I, I would certainly, I would be willing to ask this question and process it on the air because here's why I brought it up with her. She was worried about this organic stuff and all these pathogens and is anything going to kill her? Uh, and I said, but if you could figure out, for instance, in her case, that you're, I said that you were going to die in a car crash, and you didn't have to worry necessarily, or at least not to a fatal endpoint of what you were going to eat, organic this, organic whatever, that'd be fine. That might be freeing in some ways. And I just thought about this randomly. And then she said, very good point. Boy, you'd be nervous to get into the car every time, though, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because you never know. Wouldn't do it. Yeah. Hey, buddy, you want me to, uh, you want to ride over or, or walk? I'll walk. Isn't the restaurant nine miles from here? Let's walk. We should walk. Let's this, walk. This stresses me out. Would you want to know, again, not when you're going to die, although that's an interesting other question, but just how you're going to die. Like you're going to die in a plane crash, or you're going to die of a massive heart attack, or you're going to die of fill in the blank. No, I don't think so. No. Mm-mm. Okay, while we're here, would you want to know when you are going to die so as to empower you? Because you're going to die either way. I'm going to die either way. Mm. Would you like to know, hey, Donna, you're going to die in 2039. Seems too soon. Thanks, Don. I'm just <laughs> picking a date out, okay? Uh, let's say 79. All right, sorry. <laughs> you're gonna, okay, let's I be realistic. See, Don, you don't know this about Steve. He oh, likes Donna. to play these games all about death? the time. Not necessarily no, usually death, not that. but hypothetical he games. He wants right. you to ponder a, a hypothetical situation. <laughs> here's here's and another hypothetical. I'm hypo- always like, here we go. It's going to be today. Well, here's another thing. I always like to figure out people in relation to to money. A while ago, I read a book about like your understanding. It, it wasn't how to budget or anything like that. It was how you behave around money. And there was an interesting hypothetical regarding it. Um, if you had already purchased tickets to a show and then you lost the tickets right before you um, went into the show, would you buy the tickets? Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's again or just count that as a loss as opposed to um, if you just... Ah, gosh, I'm, I'm explaining this really poorly, and no, I forget I the it. exact. But the the other situation was okay. Let me try to process this for a moment, okay? Okay. If you had already purchased your tickets to a show mm-hmm. and they cost one hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and then you got to the show and you realize, oh my gosh, I lost the tickets. Would you pony up another one hundred dollars to buy the tickets, or would that sort of be, oh my gosh, and then we couldn't go to the show because we lost the tickets? Mm, I. The book suggests that a lot of people would count that as too much of a loss because they'd already made the purchase, the tickets were there, and now they're gone, and so they're not going in. Whereas, if you um, walked to the show, you had your tickets, but you also realized you had $200 in your wallet, and now there's only $100 there. You would still go into the show. You wouldn't let it impede your night's experience. You would continue on. No sense in... I don't like the phrase of throwing oh, the baby out with the bathwater. I see what you're saying. So so both is a $100 loss, so to speak. And then well, how do you manage your behavior after that? That's a weird abstract thing, and the author put it a lot better than I did. But the point of that all is to say, I like hypotheticals of how much would it cost for you to do this, really? I've asked I, I people, hate them. I hate them. Like how much, I'll ask people at work, how much would it cost for you to have to drive me home every day? Yep. Oh. To Chaska. Yeah. Let, what's the What's the number? Hmm. You know? I hate this game. I know you do. I hate it because I like to. I I like to live in reality. You know, like. Whereas I find reality to be hit and miss in terms of enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I just like to think. Touché. What would it take? You know, the same thing happens uh, when you purchase money. By the way, let me go back quickly. Um, if people only died in sudden accidents, by the way, and not from disease or old age, the average person would live to be 8,938 years old. And some people who really beat the odds would live into their 40s. We would call those people who live into their hundreds now. But if you took um, all disease in old age off the table and you could only die in a sudden accident, the average age would be 8,900 at death. Wow. That's weird. But I like to do these hypothetical games with real estate. Everybody says, you know what? I'm not paying $300,000 is our max. Okay, but what if you find the idea? No, 300000 So 305000 spread out over 30 years, which would come out to probably $5 a month, is non-negotiable for you to get into that perfect place. And I, I don't have the answer, and I don't have a good answer when people ask me, but I like that it forces the gears in your brain to crank through some stuff that's there so that maybe we can really figure out, like, what do we really think about that? You could do this just about anything if you're bored at a party. I know. <laughs> I hate that's it. Hey, hypothetical hates. guys in the corner, avoid right. him at all costs. <laughs> totally. You right. would be the guy. It's like, oh, God, he's going to throw out a hypothetical situation. All right, I'll go. (laughs) Speaking of, let's talk about bank robberies. Things that make you go, huh? Violence is actually pretty darn rare in bank robberies. It only happens about one out of every 25 times, 4% of the time. Most of the time, a robber just hands the teller a note, gets the money, and leaves. Hmm. Isn't that crazy that it still happens like that? Remember that bank robber we had not that long ago in town? The SpongeBob guy? 
Remember? No. No, but come on. No, the SpongeBob guy. Don't make stuff up. Do you think you might have been dreaming? It's a hypothetical. No, if there was. No, it was a SpongeBob. <laughs> and it had to be based on a kid's character. Come on, am I crazy? What's wrong? I don't know. I'm very What's wrong? wrong? I'm going <laughs> to. What's wrong? What, you can't end with a loaded question like that? Uh, Demi Lovato's got a new acting gig. We'll tell you about that next. And we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, we'll get to Demi Lovato's new project in a moment, but. Um, I did find the story on the SpongeBob Bandit. Okay. So you're not crazy? I'm not crazy. Not for <laughs> or this, this isn't the evidence. To this prove is not that you're the crazy. evidence. All right. right. Uh, in 2005, federal judge sentenced a back, uh, bank robber nicknamed the SpongeBob Bandit to 37 years in prison. Oh, no. He, there was a bunch of um, bank robberies around here. Okay. In Minnesota, St. Paul. When was this? 2005. Oh, okay. So way before my time. Yeah. It was a national story. Okay. Don't, 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 don't national headlines shame someone. That is exactly (laughs) what she just said. Here, and I'll do my excuse too. Uh, I was only 22. Oh. Wow. Or maybe 21, depending on when in the year it happened. You know what I mean? Sure. So my youth, I blame my youth. Donna, where were you living? Were you here? Were you on the hee-haw? Oh, yeah. Oh, good morning. <laughs> I got some real good news coming up here about Trace Atkins. Yeah. You're going to love it. Almost you like Dirks? I'm going to give you Bentley. 20 and a half years I was there, so that's a very... I started there when I was 17. I mean, what? when you were 17, Steve. Oh, I was like... When oh, you were 17. Well. So thank you oh, my gosh. Me. Wow, that yeah, that means nine eleven hadn't even happened yet. Correct. Hmm. Watched it live on the air. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh! Oh yeah. Lord in heaven! And then had a report on it, and it was like, what? Oh. Anyway, that's not why you called. No. Uh, Demi Lovato and Dawn. I'm sure you talked about this in your Dirt Alert. Um, she's going to be starring in a comedy mm-hmm. project at NBC, and right now it's a. Um, a pilot commitment from NBC, which means they have to pay a penalty if it doesn't air, if the pilot oh. doesn't air. So the people behind this, well, first of all, she's an executive producer. Uh, so is Sean Hayes. I'm trying to look at names that people would know. Scooter Braun oh. is an executive producer on this. And if it were to go to series, it would be the first regular TV role for Demi since she yeah. started in what was she in like sunny with a chance of just sunny with a chance oh no no meatballs no meatballs in this one this is just a disney uh a disney channel show sunny with a chance there is cloudy with a chance of meatballs oh yeah that's a movie animated movie oh and this sunny is spelled with an o not a u play on words i like it also so this is it's called hungry and it's uh you know demi lovato has struggled with in eating disorder she's talked about that and it's all about this group of people who have food issues. I my only concern is would that be could that be triggering for someone? That's you know a good I mean? question. I, I it's probably or maybe therapeutic. Have to be handled very delicately. You know that line between comedy, my reality, and yeah. trigger. You know. Maybe comedy, maybe dealing with it comedically and with other people around, right? You're part of the you're part of the cast. Maybe that helps to diffuse its power. 
Mm, sure. That's, that's a good point. I, yeah. I think it seems tricky and, oh, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not excited about it. Oh, you're not? <laughs> yeah, I think it could be a disaster. Oh, jeez. I would watch, definitely would watch the pilot to see how they maneuver around this issue. But, I mean, there's there have been comedy shows about people who go to AA meetings and things oh, like true. that. Yeah. And marriage counseling and... Well, no, I think, I think that that... I, I, I don't have beef with the topic. I like that. I'm wondering specifically... Demi Lovato having had a history with it. Oh, I see what you're saying. If that could be triggering for, for her. her. I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm selfishly or, you know, sort of naively, I'm not even thinking of the audience. But I mean her, considering what she's gone through these last couple of years and the OD that she had and all of that, if uh, delving knee deep or neck deep into the world of eating disorders or food issues, having struggled with one at one point, if that would be a bad personal choice for right. her. But again, maybe mm-hmm. it would, maybe it would help to be... A little bit of group therapy for yeah, her. And I think she's done a lot of work already. So maybe she's in a place where this would be fine. Sure. For her. We'll have to wait and see. But you can't rush it. You can't. And I don't know. So we don't have any dates or anything like that. But as it gets closer, we'll. I saw in, um, gosh, Variety, maybe a deadline saying that they they ordered this and they'll be fine if they don't. Um, yeah. Yeah, NBC has NBC to. NBC has to air it. It's a pilot commitment. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, some kind of penalty. For. Yes. Yes, Do you want to hear this clip of um, this girl from The Bachelor right now before? or Oh, listen. Yeah. Oh, I would like that for a transitional I, piece. Yeah, I mean, Steve, we found the clip that Donna was trying to describe of this <laughs> chick on The Bachelor telling another girl uh, that, well, just listen. <laughs> Um, so I just really didn't like when you shut me down during group conversation and I feel like you've done that on multiple occasions. I talked about today when you were calling Sarah names, when I said the trash took itself out. I just would love an apology because you're not going to get an apology. You told me to stop when I wasn't done expressing myself. Expressing yourself and name calling are two different things. Um, well, I can do whatever I want and I can express myself with name calling when I choose to. Uh, oh my god, I can't. Oh Lord. Uh, I would slowly me. just stand up and walk out of the room. Stop when I wasn't done expressing myself. Ooh. Expressing yourself. And like name calling is different. I I'm like sorry. how she shuts her down and she goes, You're not gonna get an apology. You're not getting an apology. Yeah. She, she, oh my god. So is Victoria Ooh. the annoying one or is Katie? I don't know. I don't know who any of these people are. It's a bit are. of white noise, you know, <laughs> right? Doesn't it all kind of blend together yes, when you hear... it's just like, now what are they bitching about? Yeah. Oh, God. And now what's this one crying for? <laughs> this one. Uh, I, I go into the laundry room for a second, come back out. I'm like, now what did I miss? <laughs> oh, she's hooked. Oh, don't yeah. She she's, we I lost think she her. is hooked. No, yep. I'm not. Here's oh. what's going to happen. So we led the show with it today. It's what is it? Today's a Tuesday. Next Tuesday, she's going to come in, and it's going to be like segment three because she she knows she doesn't want to hard charge it, and it'll just be <laughs> randomly. You know, I actually did watch something last night, guys. And by the end of this season, she's going to start talking with vocal fry. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> well, it'll be on again this week because it's on more than once a week. I'm it'll not be on watching Thursday it again this week. Or, oh, you would. I will YouTube some clips just so we can see our girl. Okay. Michelle from Edina. We'll see. Um, I have good news about movie theaters. 
Well, I have good news, bad news about movie theaters. Let us begin with the good news. I really miss going to a theater. There's something so magical about it. Still, for me, I just the lights as you walk down the hall to go to your theater, and then when you go into that screening room, isn't it just exciting still? You are The adorable. smell, the, the soft lighting on the wall, the trailer. I just love all of it. Yes. Anyway, AMC uh, has had a very rough go during the pandemic, of course. AMC has just like many movie theater chains, has just been really hammered. But they're really one of the big dogs. And so uh, looking to see how they would do throughout all of this is tough. A lot of folks thought they would end up going bankrupt at some point, although they've raised some new cash, according to the deadline, which should help keep them safe from bankruptcy. They raised a new $713 million. What? These funds come after a smaller 204 million that they raised in December. The total is 917 million. Uh, the article as I read it was not describing where this financing was coming from. My guess is this has to be coming from, I'm sure some private capital and some venture capitalists, but also movie studios. Don't you think mm. they have a vested interest in this? Yes. To on the sly say, hey, we're just going to send you a little bit of money here and uh, as things shake out, because the movie industry that even though we have learned new ways to watch our new movies and we can do it at home and you can pay a premium, there is no way, I don't think, long-term um, to make big, splashy opening weekend money across the table like a movie theater. And so they have to pin their hopes on a movie theater experience becoming the norm. Again, I don't know if it will or not. I don't know if the box office will ever get back up uh, to what it is, but there seems to be some money, some unmentioned money, and I would assume some studios might have a little bit of skin in that game hmm. trying to keep AMC afloat. Have you thought about booking the theater for your kids? I have thought about that. So that's the private theater, the theater rental that you can do where you pay, it's various amounts, usually from 100 to 300 ish dollars, depending on the movie. If it's an older movie, it's less money. Um, to book an entire theater, which I just think would be a fun experience. But right now, I would go to a movie theater um, now that they, they have been given the governor's clearance to reopen, but not all of them are open. Oh, really? In fact, I, I, I don't think, I could be wrong, but I looked at uh, the one that I like to go to, the Southbridge Crossing in Chacopé, and last week when I saw it, it didn't appear... To be open, but I would do that because they're at like twenty five percent capacity. So the the renting a theater wouldn't be from a safety perspective for me. That's more of just an experience. So that's not a bad price to rent the whole theater and sure. then to tell your kids, hey, guess what? We rented the whole place. It's just us. You don't have to shush anybody during the movie. That'd be fun. But I would love to get back into a theater, um, especially at twenty five percent capacity, guys. That's the ideal way for me to see a movie. Right? I don't, you don't want have to worry about sitting next there. to somebody. No. I hate when someone sits Lord, right no. next to me. I know. Right, right oh. yeah, right in front of you. Right? Like, it's like there's a, the whole place is open. What are you doing? Hey, quick before we uh go to break, <laughs> this sure is an unlikely will. pairing, I think. John Boyega and Robert De Niro. Although anybody with Robert De Niro, nobody is, has De Niro's aura and sort of innate grumpiness, and so it always seems like a weird pairing for me. Yeah, so he's going to be in the formula with uh, Robert De Niro, John Boyega, and uh, it's about a Formula One racing prodigy who's oh. forced to become a getaway driver to save the only family he has left. Oh. This is a Netflix movie. Donna, John Boyega is from Star Wars, the new Star Wars movies. 
he plays Finn. Okay, I'm looking at a picture here. I don't know who's who, though. I mean, I know you who don't... De Niro is. I don't recognize either of those two actors. Oh, okay. Uh, um, if, and this if, is it's going to be directed by a guy named Ger, uh, Gerard McMurray, who did The Purge, the latest Purge movie. Oh, really? Yeah, Ooh. it's interesting. Yeah. It sounds a little bit like Baby to me. Did you get Baby Driver? Oh, Baby oh, Driver. Yes. Baby Driver? Yeah. yeah. Ryan Gosling? Yes, and that right? cute kid who listened to music. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I've f- never saw Baby Driver, but I heard it was excellent. It was good. It was really yeah, good. Yeah, they had a cool uh, cool soundtrack. soundtrack. Indeed. It came out in 2017. Can I find the kid's name? Uh, yes, uh, and Ansel. Ansel. Yes. Ansel. Jamie Foxx was in it. Andrews? No. Ansel. James was in it. Ansel Elgort. John Ham? No. What was the question, Dolan? Oh, I thought he was Han Solo as well. Oh. I don't think so. There's another know. Ansel out there. Okay. Oh my gosh, we sound like a bunch of old people. <laughs> yeah, if anyone knows anything, call us. Yeah, <laughs> about just, uh, anything. Just leave about a message anything. at the retirement home. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you guys, Madonna's daughter made her Instagram debut. Hmm. <sighs> Oh my, yes. In the strangest of ways. She is a dirty, dirty birdie. What? I'll tell you about Uh it. She's got a filthy mouth. Yeah. Tell you about it when we come right back and see something, say something on My Talk 1071. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertaining, entertainment, (laughs) and all the things. Coming up at 1130 today. I'll recover, you'll see. Uh, coming up at 11.30, it's our confessional. Today we want to know what weird things your family did that you didn't realize was weird. Until later in life. <sighs> when you realize to... nobody else's family is doing this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I don't know if mine is... I, I will, I'll, I'll hold. I have a mine's list. A, mine's a... Oh, you have a list? I have a list. Well, not of my own, but <laughs> I have oh, a wow. list that, in, that was on a... I believe it was a Reddit thread. That kind of inspired the question. I have something that is about my dad that I didn't realize because you grow up around it and it just never occurs to you. Ooh, right. That's exactly yeah. what we're looking for. So save yeah. your answer yeah, okay. till 1130 because we got to do this now. Hello. Hello. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is <laughs> catchy, huh? <laughs> Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. So, Madonna's daughter, Lourdes, a.k.a. Lola, Leon, Leon, Leon. Okay. Uh, launched an official Instagram page last week, and I guess she oh, caused cool. a bit of a social media stir because she just had so many profane comments. Dawn, did you see this? Yes. I'm like, what are you doing? So just to give you an example, so she's basically, the way they describe it is they say that she's like roasting her commenters or her fans. Mm. So someone just said, so she was. Uh, she had an image of her Juicy Couture underwear shoot, and then a commenter posted, 
your mother made a masterpiece called Hard Candy, referring to her 2008 album. And then Lola responded, your mother blank, 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 blank. Bad word, bad word, bad words. Whoa. Your mother, blah, 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 blah. So then somebody else said, wow. Oh, not you thirst trapping. What would your mom think? And she wrote back. I don't know if I can say it. Does your mom know you don't wash your bleep? Like what? You know what this sounds like to me? It sounds like she was hacked. That's the first thing I thought of. Because who in their right mind? (laughs) Would publicly go on this sort of a tirade, a comment tirade? Yes. And it, if she is that bothered by the comments, just get ready for Instagram. Right? You're in for a wild ride. No kidding. Just like, what is she doing? Um, so then, I mean, it just went on and on. Somebody said, hey, we're waiting for your singing debut. She wrote back, I'll sing at your funeral. Oh. She's 24 years old. <laughs> Jeez. She's, you know, she's also representing a couple of brands. You know, uh, Adidas, Stella McCartney, Juicy Couture. Like, why would you be saying this? Like, I always sure. think, yep. is she really writing this? Yeah, she only has three posts, it looks like. Yes. I know. What's her name? Lord, Lords, of, Lords of London? Lourdes Leon. Lourdes Leon. Or Lords. <laughs> I don't know. I think they call her Lola. So, uh, I think she got a talking to because it looks like it looks like she tapered the comments. <laughs> oh my she's, god. She's chilled out a little bit. And then somebody else, I don't know if it was someone from her team, but somebody said, "Hey, if you don't recognize this for um Performance art, then sorry. Comments are not performance art. That is not performance <laughs> art. I agree God. with you. That is, I agree. Like, what? Quit being weird and rude. <laughs> exactly. How many followers does, does Lourdes Six, have? Almost 67,000. So she just joined yeah. recently. Lori and Julia follow her. Donna oh. Drew Barrymore follows her. Oh. I mean, clean it up. Okay? Thank you. It just seems bratty. <laughs> Very bratty. Right? You're privileged. Oh, You're, you can say anything you want without repercussions, pretty much, and still be famous. Yes. But why are you choosing to go that way? Maybe I'm taking nice it too girl. seriously. I don't know. I'm with you, John. We're all getting old. And that's okay. Shh. We're not old, wise. Wise. That's yeah. exactly right, yes, Donna. Donna. Nice. Thank you. Nice. I got some good news for you guys. This is what we could use. A 7-Eleven <laughs> in Dallas, Texas, I saw, <laughs> is now up on Airbnb for two one-night stays next month. So here's the deal. If you land one of those two slots, you'll get to spend the night in the 7-Eleven for an ultimate one-night gamecation. They've set up a big screen with a PlayStation 5. There's um, an hour-long Twitch session 
with a famous gamer. Oh. Do you guys know gamers? Mm-hmm. I know some yeah. gamers. Yeah. Oh, interesting. You don't know gamers, Donna? I don't know any gamers. You're the only two gamers I know in town. Oh, nice. oh that's Sweet. nice. You'll get to take home a PS5, and while you're at the 7-Eleven, you have permission to eat whatever you want, oh. including the um, like all-you-can-drink Slurpees. Oh. Two people will be able to book the stays next Monday. They're only charging $11. Oh. And you'll stay there either February 26th or 28th. Now, I don't know if you just have to be on a, just have to get in before somebody else. I don't know how it works, but I put a picture of the setup in there for this you. This is kind of like the Times Square um, thing where they had that dome. You could oh, yeah. uh, sleep under there, That's under the neat. ball. We never heard anything about that again, though. Hmm. We always hear things at the front end, right? Yeah. And these companies, they do a great job of generating buzz. Would we be talking about 7-Eleven in any capacity today on the show? No. But when they do a stunt like this, then we do. But we 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 don't get to yeah hear about the follow through. I don't want anyone looking in at me if I win. You know, I don't it's like all glass. That. I don't want people staring yeah. at me in there while I'm sleeping. Didn't they do that for a project down in Dirty at one point? Yeah, Wasn't they, yeah. the, the Mall of the America, glass house kind of thing, yeah. or the oh, storefront? Boy. Yeah, that was store. the one that I don't think went over super well internally. Right. That's my understanding. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because Jason and Alexis were doing the show, and then and Julia came out looking very disheveled and half asleep, going, "Can you hold it down? We're trying to sleep back here." <laughs> I'm sorry, and like, Julia. We're doing the show. Oh, sorry God. for doing our job. <laughs> so oh, funny. So funny. All right, Dawn. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Thank bye, you. Don. Bye. When we come back, we'll have some music news. A really cute story about Billy Irish, Eilish, I, I, all right. and cereal. Okay. Eilish. Irish. I- I wonder if she is Irish. Good question.